0: PFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespo Diso. Chris Crespo All the fun. Radio Show Everybody likes it Listen, Listen to his shit, shit.
0: to Cinema (laughs) Crespo Tiso. And gentlemen. Welcome to episode 456 of Cinema crispy so That's right. This is your A New Hope Through Return of the Jedi episode. <laughs> 456. How you doing, Drew? Doing okay. Uh, Man, oh man. Let's get your further microphone there a little bit better. What? Uh, there man we go. man there on man we or we what, go. Chris? That what are you man good? on man about? That sounds good. Right in my ears.
1: Two awful movies this week?
0: Man. <laughs> did you see the other Duh, awful movie yeah. you, I wasn't aware of yeah. you actually because uh-huh. you had just watched the Sopranos for the first time yeah. recently and I, I wasn't and all that impressed. impressed
1: I think it, I think it had to do with probably the timing of it interesting
0: yeah. and, I mean get that also but there's the, you know just not for everyone yeah. uh, something can be considered like the best example of a thing and then you can be like mm, not for me yeah. I don't. I don't like it. Uh huh. Yeah. Let me I mean, I watched the whole thing. I, 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 I You know, it's, it's, like, it's not
1: like I stopped watching it or anything. Right. But, exactly.
0: You did go through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then it's not like you you regularly go through things like every like this is the best thing. You're like, no, this yeah. is the best thing. No, like you're not a contrarian. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, so uh, it's just not for you. That's fine. So I was curious if you were even gonna because we hadn't talked about it. i, I was figured. curious if you were even gonna watch. I figured it. why not. Why not, right? Especially since it's on HBO Max, no. the thing that David Chase hated the most about the HBO Max release. Uh-huh. Um, he specifically made this to be seen in theaters, wanted to be as separate as he could from the show. It is an anamorphic widescreen. It does look visually more like a movie than the TV show Well, does. Chris, said it, it did only make $5 million Boo. at the box office. Boo! People were not interested in the many scenes of New York. No. A Soprano story. AKA uh,
1: the, the, uh a movie about what? Dickie Moldesanto?
0: About oh, not about Tony Soprano, I'll tell you that he's,
1: goddamn much. I mean he's a side character and a pretty pop like he's probably the side character that pops up the most. Maybe. Besides the the mistress.
0: Maybe. Yeah, Giuseppe. But just happened. Other than that, it's yeah, yeah. Have you? Who's been clamoring for the story of Dicky Maltasanti? Apparently, uh, uh, not get, me. The fuck, get the fuck <laughs> out of here! I really want to know about Christopher's dad. Yeah. Well, apparently, we got a whole fucking movie about him. <laughs> and then, and then Christopher is does the voiceover, but only for like a couple moments. Yep. And then they sort of like forget that he's even in there. That we're doing whatever, this. Yeah. Right. Um, I am not a fan of this movie. <laughs> it wasn't good at all. I mean, it
1: felt it felt like an HBO movie. Yeah, like, it which, felt like... Which is bad. Yeah.
0: If you're looking for it yeah. to be like a movie I movie. I mean, the, the
1: Deadwood movie was
0: better. Totally Way better. Way better. It was totally better. Um man but is it as fan service i don't know so sopranos i watched i mean def-
1: the i mean the Deadwood movie is definitely
0: fan service very very fan service
1: but i'm okay with that I, i'm a fan i had
0: <laughs> watched sopranos when it was on yeah. but i haven't revisited since it, it so was, i don't have like a great grasp of yeah. sopranos lore
1: it, it was interesting to see uh the quote unquote younger versions of some of these people
0: like that, and then some of them were also misses, like Young Syl walking around with the face. The yeah, room. whoever that
1: guy was, he did a spot on interpretation of that fucking character.
0: But it was like caricature; it was yeah. so over the top. I was like I don't this it was is weird. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it was weird. I wanted something more naturalistic. I, I guess. It was strange. Um, Corey Stall as Junior was interesting. Mm-hmm. As June, Uncle June. No. Um, and then he like got. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm just like getting right. images of Dude, this movie in my head. I'm like, was, this. there's, there's weird. a moment where the movie's two hours long. I'm watching it at home. So, when, you know, the whole thing where, oh, I can watch the movie. And I'm like, I can pause it, do whatever I want. I can give this movie as little attention as I can. Uh, at one point, I was like, I need, I need, a, I need a beverage <laughs> or something. I need to do something. I got up, I hit, I hit pause, and I was an hour and a half into this two hour movie. And I'm like, there's only 30 minutes left. To- What's happening in this movie? <laughs> like, what am I expecting to happen? What's this
1: movie? What's happening? The dude's going to get shot just like everybody else. I guess eventually. <laughs> but,
0: like, yeah, everyone gets shot in the Sopranos universe. It's a it's, it's a miracle that, you know, Paulie Walnut's doing the end who's still alive, right, essentially? Um, I, I was just like, why? what is the point of this movie? And then at that d- point, too, d- I was like, oh, Tony Soprano's doing nothing. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely it some, nothing. First, he was a child who annoyed his dad. Then he was gives it some speakers as a teenager,
1: and he, then he stole an ice cream truck and gave away free ice cream. So he's a
0: Robin Hood where he's stealing from the rich. He's stealing from the rich to give to the poor, but instead he's stealing from the working class to give to the kids to give and, and himself. And then to eat their own their own ice. cream. They did not handle that ice cream very sanitarily. Those no. children they have to go through the proper training and procedures I mean, it's before the seventies, dude. Fair. Not not all cars had seatbelts. Fair. The. Uh, and then what else did he do? He oh, ran it when he was younger, when he was a kid, that he ran numbers with the school announcements. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. See, I wanted that. I want him to—he's running numbers as a kid, and then and then he knocks off a ice cream truck. But instead of just giving away the ice cream, yeah. like he's—he's—I want him to be a bad kid from the beginning who He'll, learns all the wrong yeah, lessons from his parents. Who's dealing sugar instead of drugs? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to see the beginnings of Tony Soprano, not this. Uh, his family isn't his family just as interesting? No, 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 it no. It was no. interesting seeing all those guys in the same sets. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah i guess like quote younger versions cleaner versions of the sets recreating mm-hmm. those sets you and know. things uh when it ended when the when the theme song kicked yeah. in and then it, and then it ended it cut the black and said yeah. directed by alan taylor i i, I went ha! i laughed <laughs> I was like this is that was a hunk of shit. yeah that was my initial uh uh-huh. honest reaction <laughs> yeah to i was movie. i mean i think, super glad i didn't see it in theaters for real that would have been a waste of time actually i would have been Oh, it would be, be even harsher to this movie if I had to go over to a theater yeah. and see it. Because, man, it had no reason to exist. It's like a vanity project. No, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, apparently somebody asked for it because somebody spent money on it. I think and... David
0: Chase asked for it. And the HBO was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then they even signed David Chase to a, a larger deal. They gave him like a four-picture deal just recently before this movie came out. They probably should have waited for the $5 million opening yeah, weekend before uh-huh. they uh, yeah, did that. Man. Uh, <laughs> Many Agreed. saints in Newark, my ass. Yeah,
1: not. I didn't. Yeah, I really hope they don't keep doing this. Yeah, please, no more.
0: Fucking kicking this dead horse. No, yeah, please stop. <laughs> You're hurting us. <laughs> please, please, you, he's already dead. Please stop. He's already dead. They keep beating him. Mm-hmm. Many saints in Newark, boo. Um, it's October, so that's a new scale. It's it's uh it gets <laughs> on the boo scale it gets fully two O's, boo. Yeah, scary. I agree. That's that's scary yeah. as a ghost. Uh, Venom, not a good movie Venom let there be carnage <laughs>
1: another, another bad movie yeah. that I saw this weekend this yeah. one I saw in theaters though yeah heads up here's no, here comes another,
0: <laughs> another boo for October <laughs> for Bootober. boo this is our spoiler free review we're not going to get into details on Venom if you want to hear those details including us talking about the mid credit scene and what that possibly means for the MCU at large patreon.com slash Crespity so the episode's already out there um, true. you didn't like the movie. No, you, you, it, it was, I, 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 I like the little word of you. But there I don't was like it there there was no
1: point. I mean, Carnage. Mm-hmm. It, Carnage is a cool character, but it seemed it just seems like someone was like, okay, we like the character of Carnage, yep. symbiote versus symbiote. This yep. is the most famous. So let's mm-hmm. just do it and see what happens. And they didn't it's pay only, attention to anything. It
0: always feels like um.
1: It feels forced, it feels rushed, it feels yeah. like
0: nobody cared. They're like, we need to make a sequel because uh, the first one made a bunch of money, so let's capitalize oh, on speaking the of, success, speaking of on money, financial success.
1: Speaking of, speaking of financial success,
0: Chris, guess how much, how, how much, guess how much money it made this weekend. Opening weekend, three-day opening weekend, $60 million. $90 million. <laughs> <laughs> ay, caramba, cornyo! Ay, 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 mira. Seriously? Yeah, not joking. Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
1: I knew it was going to... When wh- when the preview started and I turned around and saw how full the theater was, yeah. I was like, was this f- movie's going to make a shit ton of money.
0: It was a full theater, and then put that into context anecdotally, uh, Venom was playing, again, 15 minutes after that, and then like another 20 before. or 15 minutes after yeah. that. Yeah, it's on three or four screens. Um, Man. So I am now thinking... I don't know... Like, <laughs> Eternals might be more like a seventy to eighty million dollar opening weekend. I'm thinking Spider-Man. That's going to be your first post-COVID hundred million dollar opening weekend. I mean, easily. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I think that's going to be a big deal. The issue now with studios that I'm reading about, which is odd. I thought I thought the backlog would clear this out, but apparently it's not working out to be that way. Um, as we can see now, if a big movie comes out designed for the masses that people want to see the. will come out to see it right yeah. um so it's now up to the exhibitors not the exhibitors excuse me the distributors to provide the product to the movie theaters um October they're gonna do pretty good cause they got Venom this week they got Bond next week they got Halloween the weekend after that and then Dune the weekend after that people are gonna go see all those movies oh they're gonna see all those movies and there's plus little, some smaller movies in this person they're, they're gonna have their own little bumps um Eternals the first week of November and then there's like a three week gap before the next big movie and then he gets to December where only like two weekends really have some decent sized movies one of them fortunately being Spider-Man the idea being that there needs to be more bigger right now to keep theaters sustaining week week to week box office there has to be a weekly big release um, but on the flip side of that uh, with the lack of uh, movies coming out at that kind of pace that leaves room for something like Free Guy.
1: Yeah, who, who, but it's number six this week, made $2 million, $2 million,
0: total of 117 117 This thing just, for the last month, has just been making 2 dollars to $3 million a week after weekend after weekend after weekend, mm-hmm. getting it up to over $100 million and closing it on 120 No. Yeah. 125 maybe before it's all said and done? Depends how long it stays in theaters. Exactly. how much? Uh, now that we have a few more movies coming out... um Ghostbusters End of November That's yeah. an, that's the next big one So there's a gap look, there Between Eternals And Ghostbusters Looking forward to that Saw that should, trailer That should be fun That was like no. A new trailer It's a good trailer Pretty good trailer Pretty good trailer New trailer Great casting For those two kids They're Being grandkids Of yeah. uh, uh, what's his name Harold Spangler. Yeah Spangler yeah. They, look, they look like Spanglers Yeah yeah They, they be, look like siblings no. And they look like Spanglers mm-hmm. Right and Paul Rudd looks fantastic.
1: Well, Paul Paul Rudd has reached the age where
0: he never ages. He stopped aging. He like, went into the quantum the quantum universe. Yeah, like yeah, so
1: and he came and he came out and now he just he's he's stuck at whatever this is until yeah. like he goes
0: gray, I guess. He's slightly he's going to slightly go gray. Yeah, he, he needs to get some wrinkles in there. Let's get some wrinkles, Paul Rudd. Come on, show us your human. <laughs> We need it. We need well, I a mean, for our own. I mean, he's no Jared Leto. That motherfucker is
1: forever young. That guy's creepy. He, he
0: he's on them uh it, like stem cell baby dude. He's devil he, worshipping he drugs or whatever. Like you, you could baby put cells. him
1: back on my so
0: called life right now, and he would still. Yeah. He, he has an age. You could do you could do uh, a twenty one Jump Street with him, and it'd be believable. Yeah, he's like, what's up, for the what's, <laughs> what's up, the cool guy? What? Man, this guy this guy's really cool. It's, it's creepy. You want to hear? You want to hear my band? No. No, 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 we don't. Sorry. We're only 30 seconds from Mars. I I gave 30 seconds from Mars a chance. I I thought it was 30 seconds to Mars. But I said,
1: we are 30 seconds from Mars. Either way. As an allusion to that shitty ass band.
0: Whatever whatever (laughs) the direction is. I'm not into his music. I gave it a shot. No, it's not good. I'm not into his music. Not a fan. Um, Then I'm Let There Be Carnegie. The story is threadbare. Yeah, it is very thin. You know, it's a it's a love story between Venom and Eddie, but they sort of like break up and get back together. Mm-hmm. And then it's a love story between the bad guy and his girlfriend, and Eddie Eddie and his ex girlfriend. Yeah, Some,
1: somebody else's. soon to be wife. Yeah,
0: now that's just like weird pining. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you're being an usurper, trying to trying to just because no one likes Dan doesn't mean you got to get in there ruin their relationship. The, or root for it to fail the um, movie's not good no. it, it, The uh, and I wanted more weirdly even at the end of this movie I still wanted more, here's where you and I differ more Eddie Brock Venom Eddie, bands band Eddie, Eddie, it's like, Eddie. What, hey, what, are you, what are you doing? Look, Eddie, I'm, uh, this is my American accent. Eddie, I got from Philadelphia. Or Eddie, something. his voice is so strange. In this it's, it's. I'm not a fan of. You the must band get a hold of your aggression. It, like, it's bad. Yeah, and then it's like at the end, it's like I'll let you eat everybody. Like, why is he now? He's doing like a German sort of. I don't know. Weird. Like Tom Hardy, he tries. He it does.
1: Doesn't Chris? He's going for it, man. He's going for it. Nobody gives a fuck what we think because the movie made ninety million dollars. Ninety <laughs>
0: million dollars. Let's say it makes it another forty million next week, and this, this could make two hundred million dollars uh, within quick. a month. Yeah, yeah, it could be this and Shang-Chi, I mean, Shang Chi, highest grossing films up until
1: just broke two hundred. Just
0: broke two, uh, and that came out early September, so that took two months to do. Um, no, it took a month. It's only been a month. So, yeah, all right, man. That's that's wild. That's no. crazy wild stuff, and then and that's why Scarlett Johansson was like, "Pay me my money, because you you ruined my box office by putting out this day and date shit." Yeah, um, they're totally gonna undercut Dune here in a few weeks with it coming on HBO Max. So there will be people who will watch it on HBO Max instead of going to the theater. It's going to happen, uh, man. Warner Warner Media fucked that up.
1: Man, I just hope it does. I, I hope. I hope we get the second part. We got to get that. C- if we don't, on. Like, <laughs> it's going to be one of those things like is, is
0: this is this actually cursed? Yes. <laughs> the cursed the cursed franchise. Uh, at least Venom: Let There Be Carnage had a mid credits scene that, that, is, that was that interesting. Is interesting for people. And
1: uh, uh, I mean, some people are going to lose their minds because yeah, they because, may or may not see this garbage movie. Yeah, because of what's
0: been implied or whatever. No. It'll be like what? It's very uh, it's a pretty big pretty big reveal at the end. Which again, we get into details in in our Patreon Patreon.com slash So sign up today to hear that and all the other uh, pretty cool stuff that we put out on a weekly basis. Um. Yeah, man. Damn it, Venom. Yeah, it wasn't good. These movies need to be R rated. But I knew it wasn't going to be good. Yeah, we were. We went in with low expectations, but I feel like it didn't even it didn't even meet those expectations. No, for you.
1: Hell, I mean, I thought I, I thought it had a chance of being better, and it, yeah. d- it, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're pretty much the same movie. Okay. All
0: right. I would say this one is better, but I'm also never going to revisit it ever again. There we go. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Boo! Boo number two. Boo number two. Those those two ghosts popped up today and said, "Boo!" It's it's in, in this spookiest of spook timbers. Um, media diet stuff, though. I did watch What If episode eight.
1: Yeah, so did I. I watched yeah, it this morning.
0: What if? Uh, Ultron, Ultron one. Won.
1: What if Ultron became a Vision and got all of the Infinity Stones? Whoa! Bad shit. Happens. Whoa!
0: <laughs>
1: whoa, dude! I, I I really enjoyed the ending. I enjoyed the it, whole it, episode. It means that now I get what they said when they said it's all
0: gonna come together. It's all coming together, <laughs> and it's all gonna matter just as much yeah. as like Loki, and it's not just a one-off show of anthology no. stuff. Like it, it's all man. That's crazy. No. Uh, I like to Watcher becoming more of a present being. Until, Instead of like, being just a creepy weirdo. Yeah, he gets <laughs> all that for like, that's yeah, creepy, dude. Damn, Ultron being judgmental on top of uh, evil. All-powerful. All-powerful and scary as fuck. Um, but then when Watcher fights back, uh, and he's like pretty much standing toe to toe with with Ultron with all the Infinity Stones and shit. Oh, Out, an yeah. awesome fight! I was like, you know, well, d- yes, I mean, there Watcher. Are,
1: there are there are powers more powerful than the Infinity. Who, they are, Who right? created the Infinity Stones? I, exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. And like, what is the Watcher? He's a, a godlike being. He's not a god. Being, well, no, but he's godish or some of sort. sorts.
1: But, I mean, according to I mean, compared to humans, yeah, mm. he's a fucking god. Yeah, exactly. Our
0: understanding of existence, yeah. he's so far beyond it. Um, yeah, imbalances. There's, there's a guy called the Beyonder. That's even further. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's Beyonder. I feel like there was a Galactus reference when Ultron bit into an entire galaxy. Universe. Yeah, that was that awesome. Was awesome. That yes,
1: was- you're. Uh, that was very Galactus. That's how that that is supposed to be the scale of Galactus. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Which is scary. No. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for them to start doing that. I feel they they're gonna have to.
1: Well, I mean, with the Eternals, I mean, you saw the Celestial, that big six eyed yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: I was kept trying to think of the name of it. The Celestial. Is there a reason it sorta of has like the same similar headpiece as the uh, Kang the Conqueror does seemingly? I mean, who knows? I wonder. And then even Ultron in this when his as vision when six his thing eyes. is when his thing is up, yeah. uh, has like a similar like crown mm-hmm. look to it. And then the six eyes when 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 it's down. Um I thought their battle was awesome. And then I also um. actually like the um the opening part, the Black Widow, Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. that was fun. Hawkeye's
0: got a robot arm now. Yeah, he's, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's the one. Yeah, that's funny. And uh, I like that, and I like the reversing the Endgame death, mm-hmm. um, which feels more satisfying. Like I, yeah, get this guy out of here. I'd rather have a Black Widow. Um, her getting Red Guardian shield was oh. interesting. Oh, dude,
1: when fucking Thanos showed up with all the Infinity Stones—no, <laughs> only, only
0: five of them—and
1: then zoom,
0: <laughs> yeah. cut in half, done. Like, there's no, there's not. It's, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, because all, Th- Thanos is not a threat because <laughs> Ultron is so quick. Like, he just analyzed the yeah. threat and immediately killed him with the Mind Stone, as opposed to, like Vision, who tries like, no, 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 mm-hmm. hear me out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can talk to Thanos. Oh, someday. no, no,
1: no! You're just gonna run that thing straight into my skull. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. It's funny how he just slices them in half super fast.
1: It yeah, was awesome
0: um and then the the reveal there at the end when he has watcher runs and hides and he ends up in Dr Strange's little like crushed Tiny universe, universe yeah. yeah um and then I like how it was we, we, first you we, see the third eye up on his forehead yeah closes yeah <laughs> a quick third eye yeah. and the, uh,
1: the, the, yeah. the, the the Cthulhu thing yeah. that, that's
0: in him like you see the silhouette that, of that? seems that like, and, and that seems like it's the same Cthulhu thing from the first
1: episode yes
0: yes which I think then is that going to pop up in Multiverse of Madness? Is that going to be like the ultimate uh, one of the ultimate mm-hmm. bad guys, fun
1: tentacle stuff?
0: Yes, exactly. I think that's I think that's what we may be leaning towards there. Um. So yeah, man, it was a fucking great episode, yeah. and I can't wait for the last episode on Wednesday. Yeah, it's just gonna be. It's part two. It's be really yeah, part yeah. two. Well, like, man, shit, really a big culmination yeah. of all of it because he's gonna go, what he's got. Supreme Strange, he's got to go get uh, Captain Carter, uh, who rumors are that she's going to make a uh, some sort of live action debut within the next year or so. And then there's uh, who else? He got to go get well, maybe I mean, a T'Challa, Star Lord.
1: I mean, if we can get some, uh, if if we can get some Captain Britain, then we can get Excalibur, and th- Excalibur's like a,
0: a side project of the X Men of sorts. Okay. So, so Excalibur—you don't mean the actual sword? That's a project. That's a no, That's a group. Yeah, it's, a, like, it's like it's like
1: the British X-Men. Okay, all right.
0: Does Black Knight tie into any of that?
1: N- Black Knight's Avengers. Okay, okay, all right, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I got <laughs> I, I got to ask these questions. Yeah, yeah. Poor uh, poor Kit Harington. It's like, how can we didn't help when Thanos? Well, uh, any of our any of our wars—that is a good question. Goddamn, just hanging out Eternals help out jerks
1: maybe they're maybe they're just watchers in disguise
0: that's what I'm saying they're like pretend they might as well just be watchers like no we're not allowed to interfere not allowed when that trailer starts and Salma Hayek is like the resulting energy allowed for the re-emergence to happen I'm like oh my god yeah
1: the the, the giant MacGuffin yeah remember this is a oh, Marvel movie it's like oh my
0: god how long do we have seven days like, oh my god <laughs> But then they start showing characters and stuff. I'm like, all right, this could be fun. This could be good. I like their costuming and stuff. It's an interesting production design. Um, I finished Squid Game. And? You should watch Squid Game. I mean, the
1: the world seems to be obsessed with this shit right now. It's
0: uh, the most watched uh, program. It's the most watched... uh, Asian program on Netflix for sure and I think they haven't said it yet they haven't confirmed but it's on pace to be the most watched Netflix program ever Ever. which will be surpassing Bridgerton so it's not even like Mm -hmm. a record that's some long standing record Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah Squid Game has taken the world by storm this uh, capitalist screed tale of the poor uh, who uh, kill each other for money while the rich laugh I mean that sounds like real life yeah, it, it, it could have just been called real life. Uh, you know, what they call it squid game. It, it's it's really good.
1: Okay, so uh, when the Americans finally remake it in 10 years, they're just going to call it Rat Race.
0: I saw Rat Race. <laughs> Different Rat Race. No, they got called uh, Kill the Man with the Ball or something. Mm. Actually, yeah, Kill the Man with the Ball would be a good. good way to kill people. Um. Yeah, I highly recommend squid game. Definitely for sure It's it's a show worth watching I'm also halfway through Almost halfway through The newest season of Nailed It Man Still love it Love that show yeah. <laughs> Fantastic it, it, it gets you It gets me good It gets me good Um, good stuff And also I learned how to do Like you know I like get baking tips so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make a cake One of these days man Cool it's funny now, actually, when you watch Nicole Byers, she starts seeing what they're doing. It's no longer just Jacques calling out what they're doing wrong. Now she's like, yeah. nope, they did this wrong, they did that wrong. because no, she, she
1: inadvertently learned something yeah, she's through like, experience. It, it's
0: seeping in. Cake knowledge is seeping in. It's very funny. Uh, Squid Game, good stuff. Drew, what you watching?
1: Uh, I, what We Do in the Shadows, episodes five and six. Oh, yeah, I need to
0: catch up on that. So, you know, it is Halloween, so it's appropriate. That makes sense, yeah. Coming up, yeah. I need to. I need to catch up on that. One. I need to catch up on that. I need to. I, I'm
1: caught up on Why the Last Man I as well. S- I need,
0: there's only five episodes now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I still need to watch episode five. Uh, and yeah, introduction
1: need... of a new character who's going to be around uh, a, for uh, the, the major for the rest of. I mean, for the rest of the for, fucking, should be for the rest yeah. of the
0: story. uh uh Are you any more positive, is it still just the same? Uh,
1: it's still the kind of the same ambivalence. Yeah. The digital monkey bothers me.
0: Still, I'll, that's not going to change. No. Right? That's always going to be the same. Throughout. Uh-huh. We, we just have to like make good with the fact that this is our monkey. Un- I'm, I'm,
1: I'm pretty, the only reason I'm watching is because I know, <clears throat> I already know one version of this story. Yeah. So I'm interested to see another version yeah, of this story. Yeah, let's see
0: how they change it, do whatever. I am always interested in stuff like that. No. Uh, how can you make it your own? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Whether
1: for, it's for better or for worse, I'm probably going mean, to watch the first season. If there's a second season, we'll see what happens. Yeah,
0: if there is, we'll see. You it's know. getting pretty lukewarm reviews, including from us here. Uh, but why the last man? And what we do in the show is both on FX. And also, uh, you just start watching those Reservation Dogs show. Yeah, I on said, FX.
1: Uh, the season finale was just Perfect. apparently just on. So Perfect. Now, now's a great time.
0: Perfect. Bingeable. Yeah, binge the whole thing. Binge that baby. All right, so that's, that's on the list. Maybe, uh, maybe also,
1: nice. I watched all that stuff on Hulu. Uh, also on Hulu, uh, I think last week you were talking about George Lansbury and how much you liked him as Bond. There's a documentary on him called Becoming Bond, and it's the Lord George Lansbury story. Oh, shit, yeah. So I, I watched that on Hulu. The
0: Australian model yeah. George Lansbury. Uh-huh. Uh, interesting story, right?
1: The, I mean, his life story, yeah, it's fucking super interesting. Yeah,
0: he's, a, he's an interesting guy. Uh, uh, handsome dude, was of course, weird. obviously. Yeah. You can see why he would be cast. Mm-hmm.
1: I got, I get it.
0: Yeah. All right. yeah. Was it was it good? No, it was a good documentary. What, like an hour, hour and a half? I think it was like an four, hour, just an hour. Yeah, one? I think it was just an hour. Like it was like a made for TV type thing. I think it's it was like, like it's Hulu exclusive. <laughs> blah blah. Gotcha. Blah. Yeah yeah yeah. I get what Bond coming yeah. out. They can they can put that stuff out. You know what I saw? Um, that Joker thing that you watched. I saw it being pushed on. The DC fan event of some sorts. It's
1: called DC Fandom. Fandom
0: is a virtual event. It's uh, starting here in a couple days. Um, I signed up for it because uh, everyone who signs up for it gets an NFT. Okay. And, and uh, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm. A, uh-huh. I'm gonna get my first ever NFT socket away somewhere and don't worry about it. Yeah. Um. The uh. They were pushing the um. What's it called, Joker? Many faces, uh, something like something that. Something like that. They were yeah. they were pushing that like on the on the announcement page and all that. Like, well, hey, check this uh, documentary out. It's good. So. It's worth watching. Yeah, definitely need to watch it.
1: And it's sure. weird. It's just like buried in the extras
0: yeah. Yeah, of <laughs> one be, of these movies. Like it should be its own yeah. title and everything. Uh-huh. Like people, check this out. Why? why you know, so they are pushing it through that DC fandom thing. Um, what were we talking about before? You know, uh, oh, the documentary, Becoming you know. Bound. Uh-huh. Yes, it's good. And you like that one? Okay. I enjoyed it. All right. Also, uh, George uh, on, brain.
1: on Netflix, uh, I watched a comedy special slash documentary called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés.
0: Oh, I, I've been meaning to watch that one. Good? It's Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: It, it, I mean, they are they just show the same stuff over and over. I mean, it's a movie about Hollywood clichés. Well, so. all, the,
0: all the tropes and conventions. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's hilarious. It's
0: good to watch that stuff if you're like a story writer or creator because that no. so you can know the things that you can uh, avoid uh, or subvert, you know, in a way. Yeah. Take people's expectations and, and turn them around somehow. Yep. Uh, so it's good. Yeah, so yeah. It's,
1: an, it's an hour long, quick, hosted by Rob Lowe.
0: Rob Lowe. He has a podcast. I'm sure he does. God damn it. So. Everybody does. Everybody's got a mother... Fucking
1: and then on, uh, H- on HBO Max, uh, they put out the DC animated uh, Long Halloween Parts 1 and Part 2. Ooh. Each of them an hour and a half.
0: Whoa. Three hour extravaganza. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so it's just
1: an animated version of the Long Halloween, like
0: quality animation, yeah, it's kind the, of chintzy animation. It's the, the same old, same old. It's the the it's the WB animation style. So okay, the WB animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's okay. it's fine enough, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, good, like a solid yeah. adaptation of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty true without being, you know. As adult as some of the Long Halloween stuff was, because, you know, Frank Miller. They dialed some of it back a bit. Well, just because the art style, you know. One's drawn by Frank Miller, which so it it has a certain aesthetic. Yes. Which puts you in a certain mindset when you're fucking reading the story. Sure. Uh, You know, in the animated version, obviously, it's a little more accessible, not so grimy and gritty. That's true. Maybe a little less violent. That's true. Yeah, they would clean it up a bit. Yeah. But it, it hits all the main story beats. So, you know, if you saw. St- so, so it, still satisfying. Yeah, so, it, like, if, if you just watched The Dark Knight like we did, mm-hmm. fucking want to talk about one of the goddamn
0: influences, like, half the movies right there. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. That and some Batman Begins is in there, mm-hmm. and a little bit of, a, what was the one Batman and Robin? I think they they claim to pull from along Halloween. Oh, it starts, it's starting to run together, the 12 months of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was guy, yeah, yeah I, might, I might check that out too, actually. If it's, if it's good, yeah. Yeah, no, it, right. it's just... I mean, it's such a seminal Batman story. Yeah. I mean, just it being so long, too. Mm-hmm. With it being well, I mean,
1: you, you don't get the Two-Face until, like, the last 45 minutes of
0: the second movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's how that's how big it is. It's a yeah. big strong story. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Goes over the course of a couple of years. Okay.
0: Huh? Anything else? No, that's it. that's it. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, uh, before we take a break, it's time for a brand-new segment. Uh, It's going to be probably, it will be a recurring segment. We'll find out how well it goes. It's called Chris Reed's uh, Dune Messiah, so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, I, read, I read Frank Herbert's Dune Messiah. Okay,
1: so what is this, the
0: sequel to Dune? It is the first sequel. It's the first, okay. it's the first of several sequels. The titles of the sequels are interesting. This is Dune Messiah, and then it's followed by uh, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds... Crazy, heretics of Dune. Okay, all right. So it's the, yeah. the, the, the I guess, against the God Emperor, and then the final one's called Chapter House: Colon Dune, which is a weird title. Maybe uh, it makes sense if you've read uh, the rest. By the time you get to it, yeah. yeah, sure, right. It's the last one of the six. So the first Dune is seven hundred pages, over seven hundred pages. This one's only three hundred and thirty, so uh, easier read. But uh, when it came out. Um, apparently, it wasn't very well received. Mm-hmm. And reading the book, I can understand why. I think it's a, a great read. I really enjoyed it. That's because I, I just wanted to get back into the world of, of Dune and yeah. all and the politics of it all. And this book is about the politics of it <laughs> That's and, probably why people yeah, didn't like it. No, <laughs> man. The first one, it's like the story of the hero and the changing environments, the sandworms, you know, the shahalud and all yeah. this stuff. This is about um, uh, Paul as the leader who uh, now it's like 12 years after he's become the leader and he's 12 years into his galactic jihad where um, it's about how in his instance he attained power by mixing in religion so his followers believe him to be some sort of Messiah, Messiah. yeah he's really just he's using... started a theocracy exactly he started a theocracy he, he's really just using the spice melange to enhance his um, witchy training to to be able to have what it's called truth sense and the depression and stuff yeah. uh, there's like an explanation for it but the the people see it and they whisper to each other that he sees the future he's yeah. a god oh, oh. and um, so he in this book he's grappling with The billions of people subjugated under his name and killed during his jihad. Uh, He's even like, hey, go back and look at the histories of some of these old earth emperors. All these old earth kings and rulers. And see how much I many people they killed. Genghis Khan, he did pretty good He killed two million. Yeah. There's this guy called Hitler. Check him out. He killed six million. Yeah, pretty yeah. good for his time. Not uh-huh. bad. Uh, Check out this guy named Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he killed a lot more than all of them. So, uh, and then he's like, and now and uh, consider... Ma- and, then, and then there's Mao. And then he's like, Mao. But he's like, consider <laughs> now my total, the five billion or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, where, where will we stand in history? So he's grappling with all of that.
1: Well, I mean, we, we, when you go from ruling really one planet to not even ruling a planet, to ruling an entire solar system? Yeah, every Galaxy? Everything. Nah, you're
0: you're going to killing billions on a daily basis. Yeah, to know everything, yeah, and and it'll happen in your name. You don't even know that it's actually happening, yeah. but you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then it's also about how there's a conspiracy against them. So it's about the conspiracy happening. Will it come together? Will it not come together? Find
1: out in the next installment of Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very entertaining book. I got really into it. And um, it's funny too. If you like, as you read it, you know the way things are introduced. Like, okay, you pick up knowledge along the way, but after reading a couple of Dune books, you can like try to describe the people in a certain way that just sounds so silly, so silly. <laughs> so when you start talking about like the 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 Benny Tleexlu uh, face changers and their conspiracy with Edric the Guildsman, and and mm-hmm. uh, it's like what are you nonsense no. words? You're saying nonsense no, no, words. No. It's it's,
1: it's like when. Uh, fantasy geeks talk to each other yeah 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 100% it is or like, Lord of the Rings people yeah. you know
0: it's like what did these guys do? yeah what What are you talking about you know what like are you Have actually fun. talking Elfin right now because the, the, sometimes know, they know. are actually, those, those, <laughs> those Lord of the Rings weirdos uh, yeah like at least here we, or Dwarven maybe we're speaking boring so far at least Frank Herbert yeah right at least he hasn't like come up with a fake language <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just just excerpts from fake books uh, like uh, like this Tlaxoetherium to, to Every civilization must contend with an unconscious force which can block, betray, or countermand almost any conscious intention of the collectivity. That's the kind of stuff (laughs) that is just gripping you to your seat while you're, uh... Uh um, No, it's fun. It's a good book. Dune Messiah. I'm definitely gonna eventually... Galactic philosophy. Read the rest of them. Yeah. And then there's apparently a, I think, sci-fi channel... Uh, Dune mini-series where okay. they did one first based on the first book and then they did another one where they combined Messiah what's his name with the next one Children of Dune okay. and uh, James McAvoy is in that playing a descendant of uh, Paul Atreides okay. and all that so technically uh, what's his name uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet's uh, character—he's he's playing the dad of of James McAvoy. I think the dad, or maybe even the granddad. Is this the DCU, the Dune, <laughs> the Dune extended Universe? universe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so
1: are we? Are we gonna have so Sting exists in this
0: universe then? Fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> Hell yeah, as uh as the Baron Harkonnen's nephew, this killer nephew. That's gonna be so good. That's gonna be Bill Skarsgård, I think, in the eventual second movie, which should be great. Um, man, I can't wait for Dune. It's just going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to go see it on the Port Orlando IMAX Giganto screen, because fuck it, why not? Why not? not? <laughs> it's time to go back. Yeah. Um. All right. It is time for a break. So uh, we got a a new sponsor who is paying us in soda. So uh, I, I, got your, I got your cases out back we'll, I'll okay. transfer them to your car so they can bake in the sun While yeah. we record the second half And then we'll be back We got news stories And uh, actually I think that's it So I hope you guys are ready for some news stories
1: I love moving across the land Kind of easing Betsy down Spreading seed at amazing speed About two feet off the ground When the gauges show we're running low We take on what we need Slug down on RC Cola while I'm a stocking up on C. Me and my RC. Me and my RC. Now many guys, they like to fly those big birds near the sun. Me, I like the view down here and I'm having lots more fun. It's really not how high I go that makes me feel the best. It's taking what I like in life and putting it to the test. Me and my RC. Me and my RC, cause what's good enough for other folks? Hey, hey, it ain't good enough for me and my RC, me and my RC, me and my RC.
0: Are you tired of the same old curtains and draperies and you're ready to make a change? Then stop by our curtain and drapery department and look at our many blinds on sale for just six eighty-eight. They enhance the decor of any room and are available in a variety of sizes and colors. By the way, thanks for shopping with us, your friends, right here at Roses.
1: seed chris
0: ladies and gentlemen the message from jerusalem <laughs> is do not spill your seed amongst the, the ground amongst the ground amongst the ground amongst <laughs> the ground ladies and gentlemen preacher juicer is here brother juicer thank you for preaching the word it's like we're fading back in from a sermon, from a, from a sermon. <laughs> yeah uh, we're here in the in the in the grand church of the cinema to say don't spill your seed upon the ground for that is meant for at home uh um, uh, patrons, the attendants don't get paid enough here to, <laughs> to, to to mop up after your disgusting selves here in the first church of the Lord of Movies, uh, Stanley Coop. <laughs> um, I'm sure we got stained glass of Stanley Kubrick to the right. We're gonna have one on the left here of Steven Spielberg going in. The and it's the duality Drew. It's the two it's the two faced god of cinema. <laughs> Kubrick on one side, Spielberg on the other representing the cold um, Comedy the, and tragedy? Comedy and tragedy, coldness, sentimentality, <laughs> the I the mean, distance, the, it's, closeness. It's, it's,
1: the, it's the symbol that
0: they've used for drama
1: and Theater for how many thousands of years? Uh you know, I mean
0: let's ask a Greek Steal from the best. Let's ask a Greek guy. We're gonna <laughs> steal from the best here in our church of the Lord of the Cinema of On High. I mean, that could be a viable thing, Chris, if you really wanna you know what? like delve into it. I guess we need we need you,
1: to, you get some wicked tax breaks. We need to pivot you can, somehow. You can buy a lot of land that
0: way. We need we need to pivot somehow, so I know I already got a I know a loan officer who's all down for lending money to churches. Church of the cinema. So we'll we'll open the Church of the Cinema. We'll pull all our lessons from the works of our Lord, uh, uh, Lord on High, the Almighty Dollar. And and, uh, we will have these things for us. And Brother Drusta has already laid down the first commandment of the church. Do not (laughs) spill thine seed on our floor because we are not sweeping, cleaning that shit up. Clean up after yourselves. I mean,
1: I've always wanted to start my own religion. Well, Th- that could be fun. I mean, it sounds pretty easy. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's fuck with the masses.
0: Yeah, that's what the masses. Take all their
1: money, fill their heads with bullshit, and then leave. And, and, and then you just sit back. And when things get weird, you leave. <laughs> one thing, because <laughs> things are eventually going to get weird. Yeah, but, when,
0: <laughs> but as from I've been told, when things get weird, the weird turn pro is what you do. So then you take that shit. You go televangelist. You, 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 you keep. It, you keep pushing. You keep pushing it. Uh, that's, what, I, that's what we're
1: going to do. Well, that's what you're going to do, because you're going you're gonna to be the face of it. I'm, I'm going to be the guy in the background collecting all the money doing the Mr. Burns shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fine with me. Excellent. Brother, Brother Drewster is passing around the plates, ladies and gentlemen. Fill the coffers. will you at home, on the screen below is our Venmo. <laughs> Cash App, dollar sign, Church of the Lord <laughs> of, of the Cinema. i got to get that name straight. <laughs> we got to figure out what the name is going to be.
1: And we need to come up with some f- fun symbology and yes. a, a weird backstory.
0: Yes, lot, lots of uh, uh cinema, the reels, f- can film reels, film cans, lots of those, lots of images of that. Um the golden film reel. We we'll right. have uh, we'll, we'll have a cross with like Willem Dafoe hanging on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be like Willem Dafoe from like uh, Spider-Man or something. Okay, Yeah. yeah. Just stay away so from it's copyright not, so, so
1: it's not going to be Robo, RoboCop on the... Oh, the Hypercubus? <laughs> on the Hypercubus. Um, I guess we so. could
0: also have <laughs> a, a, a RoboCop Hypercubus <laughs> section as well. Why not? We, 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 we worship many faces here. Right? <laughs> It's a Church of Many Faces. Is,
1: I uh, mean, Tom Cruise would probably be super into it. If we could get his blessing,
0: then man. we'd really be in the money. If we could get, like, Scientology spinoff. Yeah. Or if we would just be a, uh, just uh, a spinoff of them. I mean, if we're doing this just for the money, then that's the smart move. I am pretty much just doing it for the <laughs> money. Money in the exposure. <laughs> and, uh, and, and just to get something going with my life here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just find a way to do something. Um, patreon.com slash Crespadiso, sign up today.
1: I mean, hell, Chris, that actually might be a smart money. If you could get the distributors to agree to this silly plan, (laughs) and they could fund it too, they could get tax breaks, because they'd be houses of worship.
0: Ooh, the actual churches themselves? Can we somehow change the churches to houses of worship open uh, whenever they need to be to to accommodate our... Uh, yes, they gotta. They, they gotta <laughs> want to get it on that. They, they could get tax breaks. Man, let's, let's do it, guys. Do so we know a tax lawyer?
1: <laughs> I know some lawyers. I'm not sure if they're tax lawyers. Yes, yes and that's the problem. Yeah,
0: it's very specific. The tax uh-huh. lawyer. Why did I put my drink so far away from you? I'm
1: just saying it's a good idea. That's a good idea. We're gonna do it. Mm. Ah,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gotta start doing hymnals and stuff hymns no not hymns spirituals I think we're gonna be more of a spirituals type of gathering before every screening we get together we have a screening we do a quick uh, everyone stand got the hymn book we're all like wade in the water <laughs> and then um, we pass around the, the plate while pass around the collection plate while well, Jerusalem pass around the collection plate while i like remember thine commandments do not spill the seed. <laughs> and then we show this week's movie and it's like a, I don't know Dirty Dancing. <laughs> it's Scorsese. Not Scorsese. It's Swayze Appreciation Month here at the Church of the of the Face of the Many Gods of Cinema. No, oh, the God Ooh, of the, the Many Faces of Cinema. I say,
1: many gods of cinema. No, po- see, yeah, no, can, not many we, gods. We can't go back. We can't go polytheistic. No, we got to go
0: mono. There's one God. The cinema is the God. That's the idea, to, to impress upon people that the God itself is not a single like person entity but like an idea as an entity cinema as a concept is the god all things are done in the name of cinema which, <laughs> which includes living your life yeah doesn't even take those life experiences and then you put them into the cinema either as a maker or... Or a watcher. Because even as a watcher, when you sit down to watch a movie, you're bringing your own experiences to it.
1: Right. right. That's why you can relate to better movies than others. That's
0: why you can relate. And then that's also, uh, then there's a way in which you interact with the movie. Your understanding of the movie interacts with the art itself and changes it. It's like when you stare at a thing long enough, it changes. Mm. You stare into the abyss long enough. It stares back. It stares back. Uh, that kind of thing. It's very. It's a very deep understanding of art is what we're looking for here (laughs) in the church of the of the faces of cinema of the holy congregation (laughs) congregation is also important that's also important anti-maskers will love this shit because it's all about getting together in close spaces rubbing shoulders with with your neighbor Mm -hmm. and being like why why are you sitting next to me this theater is empty go sit over there (laughs) fucking weirdo we can do this we can do this it's
1: gonna be a lot of work
0: Greenies. I'm not down for that part. I got enough work going on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, we got to get into some little stories here. Uh, we already mentioned it. I think we mentioned on the show already that Shang-Chi is the first COVID-era film to gross $200 million. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Shang-Chi and all the Ten Rings. And uh, that's good. It's good for them. Mm-hmm. And good for Disney. Congratulations, Disney. We were worried about you for a second. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of monies, this is the box office section of the news. I tried to split up in sections again to try to make it easier on me. I don't think it worked. <laughs> um, so, No Time to Die has made $22 million through its first two days of international release. Okay. Uh, it has come out in the UK already. Okay. And it had an opening day. A Thursday opening day that is right between Skyfall and Spectre. It's more than Spectre, but less than Skyfall. Skyfall okay. is a really big, yeah, big thing when I count. Yeah, and then Spectre. It's a type of thing where it's like, well, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, Spectre kind of sucked. Now you want us to come back for another Bond? Um, but it's doing pretty good. It may be the issue, or maybe a thing where. MGM waited just long enough. They held on to this movie just long enough. They finally put it out where they can get close to the box office that they were hoping for pre-pandemic. Because when they did shop it around to streamers, they were asking between six and eight hundred million dollars. No. Uh, and at that point, only I think Apple and Amazon were even in the in the bid uh, no. at at, the, at those numbers. Well, they're like, right. nah, we can't. We can't. Why? That's like more than three times what we yeah. pay for everything. Well, maybe three times, cause like *Knives Out*, they're like those are like two hundred million dollars each, mm-hmm. two twenty. Um, next section is called "Pieces of Shit" gonna continue being pieces of shit. Let's talk about. Venom? Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Let's see here. I think my not remember. something. The uh, so this is interesting. Uh, there, there's this guy. Well, for let me see. I do not want to approach this story? There's this guy. He may know his name. Donald Trump. Mm. He met while the president. Met with these three people that he already knew that he was associates with, and apparently they were known as the Miralago Trio. Okay. For whatever reason, uh, I guess because they like Miralago and they hung out together, and, and 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 anyway. So these three people have been accused recently of. Uh, Refusing to comply with a federal transparency law while secretly influencing the Department of Veterans Affairs during the Trump administration. This is according to Democratic committee chairs. Uh, apparently, what they were trying to do was monetize um, veterans' medical records. These okay. three people were trying to find a way. They had a scheme to make money just off of VA records, mm-hmm. medical records. Uh, and these other now people are like, that is the bullshit. We we can investigate. The uh, reason I bring this up is because <clears throat> one of those three people is uh, Marvel Entertainment Chairman and Billionaire, Ike Perlmuter. That. Ike Perlmuter is, uh, he was like I said, he's the Marvel Entertainment Chairman. Yeah. When the Iron Man came out, he's a producer on that. Okay. Uh, they, they, he was, the, he was the, the the, one who all everyone answered them. Kevin Feige straight up had to answer to him. Yeah. And they came up with a creative committee uh, he dictated a lot of marketing and stuff. Uh, he shot down Kevin Feige's desire to do a Black Widow movie. He shot down his desire to do a Black Panther movie. He shot down... Um, so some good ideas, some bad He shot down anything that wasn't like the white guys for the white boys. And uh, when the Avengers movie came out and there was like no Black Widow toys, apparently Ike was like, he was like, no, don't even bother making Black Widow toys. Boys don't buy girl action figures and girls don't buy action toys at all. Um, He's just an old white man. Dumb old rich white man. Uh, and apparently he was trying to make money off of uh, veterans' medical records. I mean, I guess that's how you keep bi- your billions. That's how you make and keep your billions. Um, and that's why the first phase of Marvel movies are sketchy, because he he had a lot to say creatively, and the creative council was in place. And then Faggy wrestled all of that away from them, and he became in charge, and now it's like just this giant machine that's cranking out hits after hits. Well. And, and it gets bigger and has no sign of slowing down. Mm-mm. Like Perlmuter... Piece of shit. Um, also, new, newish head of Disney, Bob Chepik. Um I think he's the one. Apparently, people are definitely placing the blame on him for recent changes at the Disney theme parks. Okay. Which include taking away the um, Fast Pass okay. option that was an open free thing. Like, no. hey, there's X amount of Fast Passes available. If you can get one for later, you know, use it. Just a way to mitigate lines. He is like, eh, get rid of that. Here's a new app called Genie, as in, you know, Aladdin, mm-hmm. Genie. And uh, for a fee for you, can, a, for you a ride. Can, you can use the fast pass. You, you can fast pass your way. It's called, like, Lightning Lane or some <clears> shit. And it costs, what, a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars? Maybe more. Probably like five bucks, maybe. Ten bucks, maybe. Depending on the ride, obviously, and the popularity of the ride. It's probably surge pricing. So, How popular so, is the so, ride? It gets so, more expensive. So the
1: rich can. Go on as many times as they want, as long as as yeah. as long as they're willing to cough up the cash.
0: They can skip that whole long-ass line, as long as they pay for it. Um, that sucks. Yeah, it's crazy. But they can afford to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep doing it. Uh-huh. And that's Bob Chubbuck's idea. Uh, meanwhile, they settled the Black Widow lawsuit. No, for lots, of mon-
1: lots and lots of money.
0: Uh, it's undisclosed, but a little birdie told another birdie who printed an article on Deadline that says apparently... Uh, Scar Joes walking away with roughly $40 million. It's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, and good for her. Yeah. Good for her, man. They, well, she did get screwed. They got screwed. They made over $100 million on that $30 premium at Premiere Access Gate and she doesn't get any of that? Fuck that. <coughs> it's her movie. It's her goddamn movie, people. Uh, and you know what's weird? Um, uh, Someone that I know that does not watch Marvel movies or anything like that does have like the. Uh, nephews though and whatever right but mm-hmm. knows these movies exist doesn't watch them no. watched black widow with her with her family enjoyed it yeah like this middle-aged lady who's like those even like action movies or nothing and she was like oh, that, was, that was fun she enjoyed it she, and apparently followed that. it no problem yeah. and so i mean that's a good sign for the movie not having to you don't need to see the other 20 movies you know it's not well, it's, I mean, it's not like no,
1: it's not like, you know, you don't need to see the last 20 movies. You might miss a reference here or miss a right. reference there and be slightly confused. But other than that, you're still going to
0: that's 100% true. And I, like, I have seen all the movies and I still miss references no. and stuff, you know, because I'm not that deep of a, a lover of these goddamn movies. They're, they're fine. They're mostly fine. Uh Okay. This is why you talk about pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, that show Ray's Anatomy. No, that one? I mean I do know of I mean, the show. Of the show, yeah. right? I've never seen an episode. It was on for a long time. No. It's a Shonda Rhimes show. She's a very uh popular and prolific showrunner, show creator. Uh, that's the one with McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey. Okay, all right. uh Apparently, word had come out recently. I'm not sure the context of how this came out, but he was apparently a nightmare to work with on the set. And uh, he like terrorized people, and like physically, and it was like intimidating the people, and he just made the, the set a hard place to work, um, which ended up getting him written off uh, eventually. Even though he was like the most popular character yeah. for a while, and then uh, I guess he has a podcast. Because who doesn't? Okay. And Ellen Pompeo, this blonde lady. Actually, if I pull up a picture, you probably recognize her. She's been on the show for a minute. Uh, this lady. Oh should I just hit the wrong button there. Uh she went on his podcast. Okay. Right? Yeah. And she's like the lead of the show, uh-huh. I guess, for a while. And she told the story like I don't think she got the reaction she got from from telling the story. But she told <clears> the story <throat> in his podcast about how um uh Denzel Washington got approached to, to or he asked or something happened where he got to direct an episode of Grey's Anatomy because okay. it's away from just get his get his chops yes exactly maybe make a couple bucks and like you know someone there um uh who like one of the executive producers was like a friend of his or whatever so he gets to do an episode and ellen pompeo pompeo whatever however you say her name claims that it was told to her like oh this is like we know you're thinking of leaving and you're not happy but hey you know stick around for another season we got some big surprises Someone that you admire is gonna be a director. Blah blah. blah. Turns out to be Denzel Washington, so she's all excited for it. But then she says while shooting a scene, uh, she was doing something like she started crying or something during a scene, or she made a choice, and Denzel yelled "Cut!" and stopped the scene, and I came over to her and told her like "Don't do that. Don't do this. Whatever." And then she yelled back at him, and she was like, "Motherfucker! This is my show. You're just you don't even know where the bathroom is." Uh, and, uh, and then at the end, she was like, it was still a great experience working with him. But she told a story about calling a motherfucker. And, oh. and, and then then comes out and it hits the news or whatever. People start talking about it, tweeting about it. And the tweets are all like, who was this lady thinking? at <laughs> Denzel Washington about, like, what are you going to do acting, directing? You listen to Denzel Washington, you know? Yeah. Uh, she did not get the reaction, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, uh, she, she told her story. She told her story. And, uh... And then it made me think of how there is a history of, like, this show. There's something about this fucking Grey's Anatomy show. It's a show where... all right, already talk about Patrick Dempsey being a douchebag. Uh, this dude, Isaiah Washington, he is an actor or was an actor on the show, where uh, he used the F word for gays about a fellow, like, co-workers twice on two separate occasions. Like, he was warned the first time. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, got his ass uh, fired. Another person... Um, oh and then the one the the actor that he called gay was actually uh, in the closet at the time so then he came out at that moment or after that Uh, and then apparently after he came out he says that then his role got smaller and smaller in subsequent seasons and then one day he gets a script where his character dies by getting run over by a bus and everyone's (laughs) like they literally threw him under a bus (laughs) they killed him Throw threw him under a bus. Uh, yeah, I mean... There's a... There's story <coughs> Hollywood to, oh, can be an awful place. It is an awful place. Uh, but a lot of awful stuff got concentrated on this one set. Because it also includes Katherine Heigl, who at the time like withdrew her name for Emmy consideration. And when people asked her about it in the media, she was like, Oh, I feel like the material given to me by the writers of the show this season was... It was subpar and wasn't, you know, wasn't good. I didn't want, so I didn't want to submit it. And then everyone on the show was like, "That bitch! What is, <laughs> she's like, we're making her popular, and she's gonna fucking talk about our work like that publicly." No. And and Heigo has since said that that was a mistake to talk about it that way. It was, yeah, um, she's seen the error of her ways. But well, man, Grey's Anatomy that show. People loved it. Some people love that shit. Is it still going on? I think maybe. But no, people so. still love it. Maybe not. I don't know. Um Let's talk about some old man old man mad at stuff. Paul Schrader, he's mad at stuff. Well he's an old man. <laughs> he is he's <laughs> an, an old man. Director of the card counter of I don't I'm not sure what's the context of this, but he has opinions on Clint Eastwood's Cry Macho. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one old man being angry at another old man. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> he says, um, Oh, he just wrote this on Facebook. Oh man, get these old men off Facebook. Get them off. They're old.
1: It's the closest that's the only thing they're gonna be on until they die. Yeah.
0: I can appreciate the inclination to give to give Clint Eastwood a pass, but has an important American director made a film as bad as Cry Macho since Howard Hawk's man's favorite sport old man reference? I mean I don't know um, It fails in every way Screenwriting Lighting Location Sets Props Wardrobe And casting When early on Eastwood employs an under the car shot Of a boot hitting the ground I thought great He's going to riff on The stylizations of macho westerns But that was the last Interesting composition In the film uh, Blah 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 blah. These characters Insights had value 30 years ago It was like listening to a criminal Apologize to the family Of his victims In hopes that the judge Will cut him a lesser sentence He He did not like this don't like it at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, I, it, 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 the movie was forgettable, so it's fine. Uh, Cry Macho? Yeah. 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 It's, it's minor. It's minor, minor Eastwood for sure. Um, meanwhile, Paul Schrader, then he did an interview where he, 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 he talked about some of these people's favorite, favorite villain, Cancel Culture. Okay. Uh, Trader. interview publishing deadline cancel culture is so infectious it's like the delta virus (laughs) damn like damn dude um it says uh trader was asked uh if he was still active in a card playing group a zoom card playing group and he says they kept getting he got thrown out of that group joined another one got thrown out of that one it all has to do with political correctness i've never met these people they're just images on a screen i said something That someone took offense to. So apparently he's getting kicked out of uh, these Zoom card playing groups. For being an ass. For being an asshole. And then he just chalks up to political correctness as opposed to him being not likable. Okay. And then he says, uh, for the card counter, I'm off Facebook until the film comes out. And then when asked about the old adage that there's no such thing as bad publicity, he says... It's still somewhat true, publicity is publicity, but more and more careers have ended. Not because of criminal charges, but because of personal charges. Whether it be Kevin Spacey, Scott Rudin, or Johnny Depp, they have gotten caught up in cancel culture. Paul Schrader giving us specific examples of people he feels have been canceled. Let's review. (laughs) Kevin Spacey. uh, Alleged rapist. Alleged rapist of many, many people, including uh, someone who was underage at the time. Uh, but no, no, no. Those are just personal charges. That's just cancel culture. Um, Scott Rudin, producer, who has been canceled—quote, canceled—for being a, a well-known abuser of people, abuser of his power, running, uh, terrorizing offices and interns for years and years and years. Okay. Um, so criminal charges, no. But but he's a, a known <laughs> monster. Just because he broke rules, no country for old men doesn't mean he gets to uh, throw things at interns. I
1: mean, did Johnny Depp ever have actual criminal charges, or was he just found liable civilly? John <laughs> Johnny
0: Depp lost his libel case where he 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 no. wanted the the son uh, the son put that he was a wife beater. No. So he charged he sued them for libel and he lost because the UK court then found that oh no the, these accusations stand. So he, apparently he is a wife. Johnny beater. Depp is a is a documented <laughs> wife beater. Uh amongst other things. These are people and then are they cancelled? Johnny Depp just got an award at a film festival <laughs> where then he gave an interview about cancel culture and then wow. it got spread out everywhere. Everyone talked about it. Um, he, he ain't he's not cancelled now. Oh, there's another thing where I wanna look at this. Kevin Spacey, like four of his uh, accusers in the past, um, have all died. Uh like car wrecks and stuff like that. All accidents. Duh. Like, I think someone is taking this little Frank Underwood <laughs> thing to, to heart, yeah, I think, maybe. That's a little weird. I'm going to look into that a little more. I think maybe next week I'll have a section on this. Kevin Spacey, a murderer. <laughs> right? And then I'll show up dead a few weeks later and be like, oh, no, it's for sure a heart attack. Um, It's so infectious. It's like a Delta virus. If your friend says they're saying these terrible things about me that aren't true, you're afraid to come to the fence because you might catch that virus, too. I might get caught and get canceled. But then he says, when, as if he was worried about being canceled, he said, no, I think I've been fairly honest and upfront, kept my hands to myself. Like, I mean, that's the whole point. Just, if you got nothing, I mean, fucking people. Anyway, card counter was okay. <laughs> Man's fine. Um, and then and I mentioned Scott Rudin, the producer who terrorized sets or whatever. He uh, has since you know, recently dropped off all his projects, which included some Broadway projects, which included something he was working on with Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin—it was, as a matter of fact, they were working on *To Kill a Mockingbird*.
1: Okay.
0: Um, just now, uh, finally, Aaron Sorkin has quote broken the silence or whatever in terms of the Scott Rudin thing. So to follow up what Paul Schrader was saying, Scott Rudin said, uh, Aaron Sorkin said that Scott Rudin quote got what he deserves following accusations about the producer's history of bullying assistants and staffers. Oh, there you go. Um, had I known, this always feels wishy-washy, had I known there's no, there's no chance I would have tolerated it, there's no chance the director would have tolerated that Jeff Daniels would have tolerated it, so we didn't know, and once we did, we did something about it, I meaning...
1: Well, maybe it happened in private, maybe it didn't happen, like, in the set, maybe he would pull you aside and do an
0: office... We wouldn't do it, I don't think there was a him doing that shit on sets. He, yeah. it was in his office, and the, 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 his staff was who he yeah. was physically bad to, him. um... He says he's lying flat on the mat right now, and I don't know how it's helpful for me to stand on his torso and kind of jump up and down. So it's him being like, he deserves what he gets, but I'm not trying to dog pound no. him. Meanwhile, cancel culture strikes again. Remember, this time, maybe this is a, a, a... Could you call this a result of cancel culture? When the Knights of the New Republic show literally got canceled, when Gina Carano was like, I, I, I'm going to throw my my had in with the right wing weirdos
1: I mean uh, d- uh,
0: Lucy Lawless said that she lost a Star Wars role because she was going to be on that show yeah. and then when the show got canceled her job went bye bye No, uh, but maybe we'll see Lucy Lawless well, I mean, it's, in the Star Wars yeah. show in the future
1: I mean it's up to Disney
0: they're the ones who are
1: putting in all the money to make this show yeah. so uh-huh. if, if they're not happy then you're
0: not getting your show and to be honest I don't want that show I mean, of New It would have been whatever. Space cops. I don't want space cops. <laughs> Give a shit. Space cops. Give a shit about the the these rebels turn police like roaming around the universe Trying to boom 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 <laughs>
1: Space Law and Order. I'd watch that. I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Not that thing about. It, I, would watch that too. I
0: would totally watch Space Law and Order. One hundred percent. I would hundred percent watch that. uh Some quick casting notes here. Apparently, at one point when they were making F Nine and they were trying to figure out who would do it, who would play. Uh, um, Dominic Toretto's dad. Before they struck on, I think before they decided on prequel, or mm-hmm. not prequel, but flashback stuff. I think it was gonna be like modern Heavy flashback stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before they went that route, there was a talk where it was gonna be like modern day. They were gonna f- come across his dad, and the casting, dream casting for them in the room at the time was Denzel Washington. <laughs> okay, good, good old Vin, racially yeah. ambiguous Vin Diesel's like, yeah. that was Denzel. No what about my dad but hey since he hasn't wasn't in it uh, room for him to pop up in F10 you want to see Denzel Washington in the Fast and Furious universe I'm, as a bad guy
1: ooh that'd be fun see they should they should start they, th- they should keep what they got going where they got like big name actors yeah as the bad guys that,
0: in these movies yeah that's always fun that's, that's always very fun yeah
1: I would love to see the Fast and Furious versus Denzel Washington <laughs> <laughs>
0: totally in um, Kevin Smith <laughs> This is actually funny. Kevin Smith always is best when he tells stories. Okay. Right? That's that's my favorite version you know. of Kevin Smith, the one who tells stories. Not the one who directs, um, but the one who Rikon tours. And he has this funny story about when he um, uh, had a heart attack. <laughs> um, let me see what else I got here. No, that's not the story. I'm sorry. So he had a heart attack, almost died. But he pulled yeah. through, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he lost a bunch of weight. He lost his weight. He got, a, he got his health in order. Good for him he can't throw away his oversized uh, hockey jerseys because yeah. nope. they cost too much They're all custom-made like yeah. Fat Man jerseys. Mm-hmm. So now he's just like swimming in these clothes. Well, it's weird. Um, so... He told a story about how he was on, he was in the hospital, he's recovering, and then he gets a call from Kevin Feige at Marvel, and he's like, oh, this is it, like, they, I guess they feel bad, and finally, I'm getting my like, chance to direct, so here comes the job offer. So Kevin Feige gets on the line, he's like, Kevin, big, big fan, think you're great, he, you know, sad to hear that he had the heart attack, blah, 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 happy that you're doing better. Yeah. Just the typical, like, niceties, and then Kevin Smith's like, all right here comes, here comes the job offer. And then Kevin Feige is like, well, good talking to you, buddy. I'll see you around. And, click, and that's it. He does no job offer for, for Kevin Smith, uh, which I think I'm fine with. Yeah. I think that's I'm fine. fine. With that. Um, anyway, that, that's, that, that that's, that's some casting stuff. Uh, a quick war story I was hoping to accumulate more of these during the week but I only got one and it's from the set of X-Men Apocalypse okay apparently I, I didn't put two and two together I don't, I don't think either of us did it's uh, we had an X-Men um, reunion in the card counter because Ty Sheridan is the goddamn Cyclops he's a, he's in those Cyclops.
1: movies oh you're right so it was Cyclops and Apocalypse yes.
0: Yeah, you're right and he uh, was talking he was about he see
1: that's it Ty Sheridan was so forgettable as Cyclops was, in that but, movie yeah
0: that the Apocalypse and uh, the, the most recent one Dark Phoenix, no. they're forgettable. They're just bad. Well, and Ty
1: Sheridan was forgettable in the movies. Yeah. Like, well, for some reason, the Cyclops character, like, he's so forgettable in every <laughs> X-Men movie. Yeah, he's a
0: boring-ass character. <laughs> he sucks. He's a boring character. He's got eye stuff. Good for him. Um, the uh, He said seeing Oscar Isaac on the set, he felt bad for him because they were shooting in Montreal during the summer, so it was over 100 degrees every day. It was humid, and he has this huge outfit. They're yeah. shooting outdoors, And uh, for him to sit, quote, sit down, they had, like, a weird chair stool thing. Yeah, where you could sort of, like, just lean on it. Um, Man, that must have been a brutal set. And that's just Sheridan talking. Oscar Isaac hasn't really. He may not have shit on that role just yet. Um, Where were we at? And why not everybody else has? Yeah, why not, buddy? (laughs) Oh, he's a gentleman. Oscar Isaac, he's a gentleman. All right, we're, we're doing good on time. I have a decent amount of stories. Yeah, we're good. Uh, hey, you want to go see, I have it here. You want to go see the one night only showing of Rocky versus Drago, the Rocky Four director's cut? No. Oh, all right, I'll go see it myself. No. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, that's coming. Okay. November, early November. 40 extra minutes. I hope it's 40 minutes of montage. I hope it's just 40 more minutes of training and 40 more minutes of uh, the hearts on fire. (laughs) Whatever that song is. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Okay, I'll see you by myself. It's a Fathom event. One night only. And then it'll be on Blu ray and streaming, I'm sure, like within a couple weeks. Uh, Tom Hardy deeply invested in a third Venom movie. Obviously, I
1: mean, I mean dog. Yeah, We saw how much money it made. <laughs> I know how. I know how much money it's gonna make. I'm. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, <laughs> I don't know, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? You know how they would draw me in. How he would draw me in for Venom three with the right director. He pulls in. I
1: mean, it's got to be the right. Every they've got to just. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, figure uh, uh, something uh, out. Uh, 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 <laughs> how about this? A, <laughs> Bra- how about out. how about this? Brandon Cronenberg's Venom Three. Now
1: that I would, but there, it's that has to be
0: rated R. Like there's
1: no way that movie wow, can wow. be PG thirteen. It
0: could be unrated. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. I know, I know. That's not. That's a, that's, that's never gonna
1: happen. I mean, that would be wow. That's, a,
0: that's an ill fit. <laughs> That'd be bonkers. That's an ill fit. I mean,
1: it's a great fit, but it's just no one's ever gonna make well, that it's movie. It's a great
0: fit for us, but for for, yeah, for money wise,
1: yeah, no one's gonna make that movie. That's not the movie anybody wants to see. <laughs> oh, so slimy.
0: Um. Uh, let's see you know. here. <laughs> oh my god! It's so worse. Um. Apparently, according to Vin Diesel, back to Vin Diesel, Riddick Four is quote closer than you think. Cool. <laughs> I'll watch the shit um, out of that. I will. You know, I've never seen the. The Chronicles of Riddick.
1: Um, see I'm a fan of for whatever reason, like I really enjoy uh Vin Diesel's garbage movies but I don't have to pay for them. Like they're
0: just like on Amazon oh, sure. or HBO. Yeah, 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 like yeah. it's like fuck yes. Perfect perfect venue for some Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um the uh I'm a, I like Pitch Black. Yeah. It's a great movie. I I think I, I saw Chronicles I, of Riddick. I, I did not see Chronicles um, That's one with uh fucking Dread. Yes. Yes, that is one yeah. with Dread. That's the one where he was like, we're doing a whole universe thing. And then people were like, no. Not so, um, but I like the third movie, the the one where it was like the, the convict and his dog for yeah. a minute uh-huh. before Dave Bautista shows yeah. up. Riddick. And then they just sort of redo Pitch Black. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Anyway, Riddick 4. I'm down. Let's see what they do. I'll watch it. Uh, Furia, Return to Furia, whatever the name of the uh, the planet is, and then the video game. To escape from Butcher Bay was awesome. Yeah, good game. That's a good game. Extraction Two teaser released, confirming uh, the return of Chris Pine, not Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth.
1: There's a, there's a lot of teasers on fucking Netflix. That, like my, my because of that w- Tutum event, Tutum. W- w- yeah and. Due to that, my, you know, worth the wait list. Like, the, my reminders are like, fucking so long. <laughs> <laughs> so much shit coming out. I was like, I'll watch that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I should go through that. Um, Gladiator 2 moving along. Ridley Scott says himself, it's happening, buddy. Yeah, Drew. That's a face of confusion. What? Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can get you a quote here to help you figure this one out a bit. Let's see. We have um. He's uh, blah, blah, blah. right now he's working on a movie called Kit Bag, which is his Napoleon Bonaparte movie starring Joaquin Phoenix and Jodie Comer, the chick from Free Guy, who's also in The Last Duel. Don't, okay. Yep. Joaquin Phoenix as
1: Napoleon Bonaparte. You know what? I see it. That's yeah, weird. That's going to be a fun one. That's weird.
0: Uh, here is really Scott. I'm already having Gladiator written now, so when I've done Napoleon, Gladiator will be ready to go. In 2017, he was optimistic about a follow-up and claimed to have figured out a way to revive Russell Crowe's Maximus for the movie. Wait, what? Um, In 2018, he said the sequel's in the works with the film focusing on the character Lucius. Probably like a flashback or something like that. But he's an old man. He's a fat old man. I think I figured that out. So glad you're is coming, baby. Okay. Okay. I mean, first, gotta get through the last duel first. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, the Napoleon Boner Yeah. And then there's also House of Gucci. That's a, That's also coming. No. The last Gucci. <laughs> I can't wait for the last Gucci. Um, I already mentioned some of these stories earlier in the first half that I pulled for the streaming section. David Chase signed an HBO overall deal. Yeah. So we'll include more Sopranos stuff. We hope not.
1: I mean, he can keep making these mediocre Sopranos movies, and I'm I mean, sure if there, if there, people yeah, might
0: watch them. People will probably check them out. Um, I already mentioned Squid Game. going to pass Bridgerton to be the most watched show on Netflix. They, you know what? They're just waiting for you. <laughs> man, no. Waiting for you to hit play. That's yeah. good, man. It's good. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of Squid Game related memes and videos and challenges and stuff on, uh, TikTok. Is TikTok? On, on social media, including people doing a real life, like, version of, uh, just a game that takes a, a piece of honeycomb and just, like, etching out, uh, a shape and trying not to break it and it's it's cute that's fun okay. and then also people doing really funny riffs on the uh, red light green light uh, uh game with the giant girl statue and then netflix like someone installed a version of that statue in some mall in like uh, a career or something and and people are losing their minds people walk up to it and then like it turns around like stops and you're like oh shit is it gonna kill me The um, William Shatner, do you remember these books? I remember seeing the covers, never read them. In the 90s, he had a series of books called Tech War. Who made fun of them all the time? was it Stephen Colbert? Was it Stewart on one of those shows? He had a series of books in the 90s called Tech War. Okay. And uh, it was like, there were his books, but there was like ghost written by another guy, right? That is being turned into an adult animated series which could fun. then become this whole expanded universe thing that could be voice acted by shatter hell himself. yeah we'll be, be in there somewhere and it's it's very like blade runnery it's about like a private detective okay. like working in this future world sure. and all the shit's going on i'll i'll check it out if it's got fun animation yeah hopefully animation's cool it's it's gonna be leaning adults an yeah. adult series I, so. I like
1: adult animation
0: Uh um, but not too adult yeah, no
1: no, 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 no tentacle shit. Yeah,
0: come on, guys, you gotta be careful with that stuff you show on Amazon. Amazon. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> just throwing that awesome. stuff out Whoa, there. Whoa, hey, and that, oh man. Well, I was just watching the little giant robots fight. Um, let's see. Oh, Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Robert Rodriguez is the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. that's a weird sentence. This is gonna be fucking awesome. It's coming th- December. Yes, December. Let me double check that as I click on this link. Instead of doing it from memory, because I have the information right here in front of me. And indeed, December 29 will be the debut of the book of Boba Fett. Awesome. On Disney+. Plus. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so you're bringing the new year with some intergalactic bounty hunting. Mom told, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be Boba Fett that's and, uh, and Chung Lee, OG Chung Lee, mm-hmm. from the Street Fighter movie. Fun. Apple TV+, Plus has under 20 million subscribers as of July. Um... And that's not good. They're 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 falling behind quickly all the other competitors. Oh, let's see if Apple T V can I must can say do there's it.
1: just so many options out there. I don't know what kind of programming they have. I mean, I keep seeing stuff with uh, for this thing C, I guess it was some weird future thing where Everybody's blind. Yes. Jason Momoa fights Dave Bautista.
0: Yes, they've been working on that, right? That
1: looks. That actually looks interesting. That's the only thing that's ever caught my eye from them.
0: Uh, they have this new show, um, Foundation. That's a uh, based on Isaac Asimov uh, okay. book. Um, so it's its own like big sci fi thing they got going on. The pictures I see online gives me sort of uh, Raised by Wolves vibes. Okay. Um, so they got that going I think people like it I'm not sure they the, the morning show isn't really getting any good buzz that's that their take on um, it's Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and it's like a morning show it's like the newsroom but yes. with, with, with a morning show yes people don't like it um, what else is there the, the, there's the, uh, the blah, 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 blah. M. Night Shyamalan show Servant but about It's like about a a, a woman's baby dies, okay. so then someone gives her like a replacement fake baby. And it then it becomes real uh, yeah, or well, uh, it, it gets Shyamalan somehow. No. There's a second season of that. Interesting. Either in the works, or already happened, I'm not sure. Yeah, so I don't know. They're going to have to figure out their identity or whatever um, yeah. to get people, draw people in. Meanwhile, uh, you know what? Thank God, maybe there aren't enough streaming options out there because... Uh, <laughs>
1: Streaming options are like taco shops in Orlando. Yeah, they are. And They're
0: fucking everywhere. And most of them ain't that great. Cruel Intentions. The TV show is coming. Okay. Yeah, alright. That's weird. That's weird enough. <laughs> to IMDB TV. Which is free. Which is free. If you have Amazon Prime. It's owned by Amazon. And uh they are now You just get ads, that's all. You just get the ads, and they are now developing stuff for that channel. They're trying to boost up imdb tv and make it more of a a destination free destination app for people to use interesting yeah um let's see how much time we got here do i have time for my celebrity garbage segment you tell me yeah let's get into some celebrity garbage and then wrap this baby up dolly parton banned on tiktok okay i don't know why no one knows fun but uh maybe, she maybe. posted a video where she's like hey guys it's maybe me. she said something anti-chinese i right, maybe, maybe maybe she did is she anti uh, like Chinese uh, import or something? She put up a video and say, like, "Hey guys, it's me." And then her shit got taken down. That was, and then people were like, "What the fuck? This is weird." Okay, she's America's goddamn. She's our treasure. Maybe she's banned in China. Dolly Parton banned in China. They really are cracking down on a lot of like media stuff in China. Do they just declare cryptocurrency illegal? Yeah, that's a big hit for uh, crypto fanatics. Um, they've also. Uh, there's, like, certain popular actors and actresses who have had their, like, all of their movies and TV shows have been taken off of, like, any streaming services, any libraries. Their, like, their versions of IMDb pages have been wiped. Like, whoa, they're, like, no. just erasing people. Um, it's
1: crazy. Well, the victors get to write history.
0: Yeah, so. they, they do. Good for them. <laughs> we love the Chinese. We love them. We love their government. We know all about the the church of the many-headed gods of uh, cinema the... No, appreciates the chinese communist agenda <laughs> we uh, whatever they want us to do we'll do just leave us alone let, 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 let us be please the robert Downey jr uh has his choice for his best role his best movie what do you think that is you know it
1: his best
0: role yeah and it's for sure in this century I mean, Tony Stark was really spot on. It's a, great, it's a great role, and he for sure credits it for being like, you know, his uh, big shot in the arm of his career. Right, yeah. exactly. But here's his quote. He says, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, which is, I think in some ways, the best film I've ever done. It wound up being a calling card. It came out, and it bombed, but John Favreau saw it, and he said this guy could do it in an action movie. And so that wound up being my calling card into the Marvel Universe. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a great movie. I love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Only made fifteen million dollars. Oh no, it cost fifteen million dollars to make at uh, the box office, no. and it didn't even make that. Um. Oh, this is, a, this is a funny, weird, evolving story. I love this shit. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd had previously been seen having dinner together. I okay. had even mentioned it on the show a while ago when it happened because uh, it made some headlines. They talked for a few hours. Apparently, it looked like a great conversation. But then also, there's this whole thing about how The Weeknd is trying to get more into producing and acting and just working in Hollywood, no. right? Yeah. Um, they have gone out on a couple of dinners together. And they even went to one where uh, apparently they then went back to like his place or something. They tracked him. to paparazzo tracked him back. Uh, uh there's, It's up in the air. Whether so or not maybe they're,
1: maybe, she, maybe she wants a piece.
0: They may be. Uh, they may be. You know. I'm sure.
1: As long as it's consensual, everybody's happy.
0: I, I, they look happy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they look happy. There's one source who's like... Uh, her eyes light up whenever she talks about him another source is like it's purely professional there ain't no way nothing's happened between the two of them um they just like appreciate each other's blah 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 i don't know i'm sure she appreciates his penis a lot oh yeah While wow, he sings he's like <laughs> <laughs> um final story jason momoa winning father of the year awards um maybe with with his kids his kids are 12 and 14 years old okay. and he took him to um uh, the uk premiere the london premiere of no time to die mm-hmm. and uh billy eilish was there as well because she did the the theme song okay and while they're out there on the red carpet uh, they just like got together took a picture and then apparently I'm sure the kids freaked out apparently she like lingered with them and hung out while they're waiting to get inside and, and talked to them and was like really cool to them uh and then he uh posted uh, about how, how nice she was and, then, and and made them happy oh. it's, it's very sweet it's nice i wish Jason some was my dad <laughs> he's not he's not my dad name it it's fine i still got my dad my dad's cool um so uh yeah man no time to die we'll see do you think Remy malik is dr no i mean i think it'll be fun dr dr no time to die i guess we'll find out no? we'll find no. out in a couple of weeks here uh and uh, we, yeah we did that's the end of the episode cheers to thank you sir you're welcome and you're welcome listeners we are dunzo bunzo we'll be back next week with episode 457 oh thank heaven it's 711. uh it'll be sponsored by 7 oh, okay yeah well, so that means free jumbos Old jimbos, yesterday's jimbos, not good. good. No, no. Well then, you was, know what? That was a bad deal. You know what? You need to get better at business. That means more, more wieners for me. Is all that means? Okay, okay, guys, bye bye.